Hi, welcome to the Life Doctor. No, that's not right. Welcome to the Mindset Changing Podcast. That's right, the Life Doctor is no more. Being slowly put to pasture whilst mindset is the name of my new coaching and therapy practice. So this podcast naturally is going to be called the Mindset Changing Podcast because it really does reflect the work that I do, what I'm interested in and my passions in this area. It's all about changing mindset. So the Life Doctor name, no longer really relevant. It kind of implied that I was healing people, that there was something medical about this. Um, and it was a name that served me. I'm very grateful for that. But due to a trademark issue and reassessing my business and where I want to go in the future, the term the life doctor felt outdated. And with all honesty, it's not something that I felt would serve me in the future. And talking about the future, there are some exciting projects which I'm working on, which I really hope will benefit you, the listener. So please keep an eye out for all the new content that's on its way. Please share, please subscribe. Your support is really appreciated. So let's begin the first mindset changing podcast. And I was wondering what would be a really good subject to begin with. We're going to focus on the monkey mind. What is it? How to tame it? And how to set yourself free? from being enslaved to it. So let's begin. So what is a monkey mind? Well, the term originates from Buddhism and describes accurately how the mind can feel like an overexcited, agitated monkey chatting nonstop as it swings from branch to branch, basically thought to thought, without stopping. The monkey mind can feel stressed, overexcitable, unfocused, unruly, a little bit childish, dramatic and confused. The monkey mind is connected deeply to your ego. The ego is your version of you, your self-identity that is your creation. Now, the way you think and behave is learnt from your past, of course, and your monkey mind is simply doing what it thinks is best for you in that moment. It can throw all sorts of thoughts into your mind based on your past experiences and these thoughts can really attach themselves to you like little hooks and stimulating the neurochemistry to go with them and if they're negative thoughts of course you're stimulating release of adrenaline and cortisol woohoo great for the adrenaline junkies great for those wanting a buzz bit greedy to be honest but it's not so good if you want to keep your nervous system in a good place, it's not so good if you want to have clarity, calm, focus and confidence. So you might want to ask yourself, are you being a little bit greedy with your cortisol, with your adrenaline, which is being stimulated by paying attention to your monkey mind thoughts, which can be self-deprecating, can be fearful, can be angry, can be confusing, judgmental, and actually downright annoying, not so great for increasing quality of life when you are being hypnotized by monkey mind thoughts. 
It's one of the number one things people ask me about is how do I stop my mind? How do I just tell it to shut the fuck up? It's just going on and on and on, especially when I'm trying to sleep or just before something important like a meeting. How can I get my monkey mind to be just quiet? So why does the monkey mind have such a big hold on us? Well, if we go back to where in the brain the monkey mind is kind of situated, I'm referring to the second oldest primal part of the brain, and that is the limbic system. And this is a part of the brain, if I'm going to simplify it, which governs our emotions and survival responses. The limbic system can activate if you are under pressure, stress, if you're anxious, or if you are facing, hopefully not, a life-threatening situation, then the limbic system will hijack you, monkey brain hijack, And it will do that to get you to hopefully survive whatever it is that you're experiencing. So if that just happens to be a lion that you found wandering around your back garden, perfect. Your limbic system will hopefully get you to safety. But the same feelings and the same chemistry can happen if you're just popping to the supermarket or going to an interview or going to a party. That social anxiety can really kick in and yet your brain is treating it as if you're gonna die. Bit dramatic. But hey, that's our brains for you. And if anyone ever says, well, God kind of made it perfect. Me and God are gonna have a little chat because plenty of people, pretty much a whole human race, are struggling with the way our brains evolved. And we're all doing the best we can with those limitations. So the constant triggering of cortisol through stress, anxiety or any other intense negative experience can be very damaging to your mind and body. And it damages the filter that you need to regulate your thoughts and feelings. Otherwise, the monkey mind can take over far too often, which of course increases more cortisol, more adrenaline and creates more problems. So yes, one of the quickest ways to begin to help reduce the power of the monkey mind is to learn to meditate, to learn to relax, to reduce the pressure on your nervous system. Allow it to heal. Allow your cognitive function to begin to reconnect and be able to regulate your thoughts and emotions in a much more effective way. And a monkey mind doesn't want to be agitated. It's not like it's looking for excuses to bounce around your brain being so active. It does want to calm down and it does want to be trained. And as I said just now, reducing stress and learning to meditate, use mindfulness techniques to develop thought management skills is an essential part of taming the monkey mind. Now, I'm not going to go into it too much in this podcast, but increasing your physical health has a dramatic impact on how the monkey mind functions. If you're eating shit, then you're going to feel like shit. So therefore, the monkey mind will act like a little shit. Now, you're smart, you're intelligent, you know what to do to increase your physical health. Hydration, the right food to feed your gut microbes, Everything's interlinked. And again, when you're reducing inflammation in the body through healthier lifestyle choices, it becomes much easier to manage the monkey mind. 
at exercise, especially HIIT exercise, which is known to boost your mitochondria and at the same time can really help boost your brain function. So if you're looking after yourself, it becomes much easier to become aware, awake and aware. Basically, and this is one of my favorite terms to use with clients, they repeat it back at me, which is quite fun. Wake the fuck up. You've got to wake up and become aware of what the monkey mind is showing you. The other option is to be in a trance, like the walking dead, simply reacting to your thoughts and feelings. If you can be awake consciously a bit more often with the ability to become aware of what the monkey mind is showing you, then you get to choose, you get to take back control and you get to decide where you go next. So here's a little exercise that you can do right now, unless you're driving or doing something dangerous, then please don't. Just sit back, take a nice big deep breath down to the diaphragm. Remember, when you breathe down to the diaphragm, you are short-circuiting any type of anxiety and you're telling your brain that you are lovely and safe. So just begin breathing down to the diaphragm. And with your eyes open, just begin to pay attention to the thoughts coming and going inside your mind. Now, it might be imagery, it might be dialogue, now, sometimes when we do this type of exercise, nothing appears. So it's like we're brain dead. Now, don't worry. Just relax and just see what pops up in its own time. See, we have the ability, due to our wonderful neocortex, we have the ability to become aware of what we're thinking and how we're thinking it. So what you could add to this is just begin to label each thought the monkey mind shows you. It could be something mundane like going to the supermarket. So that's a thought of going to the supermarket. You might wander to an anxious thought about work. And that's a thought about work. So you're tapping into the wise, rational, logical part of you that can just observe without judging, without getting involved too much, can just sit back, all calm, all serene, and just watch each thought as it appears. We used to have, in the UK, a TV programme called The Generation Game, and there used to be this conveyor belt which had these products on. There would be prizes, and it would be like a lamp or a video recorder, that's showing my age, uh, a cuddly toy, a pair of scissors, and the person had to try and memorize each of the items as they were coming along the conveyor belt to win them. And this is like that conveyor belt, just beginning to notice each thought as it appears, even if it's a sound, even if it's just an image. Remember that thoughts are not real. Anything the monkey mind shows you is not real. It is a construct. And you have the ability to begin to notice what you're thinking. And if there's a useful thought, I should pay my credit card bill off. Oh, that would be handy. You could go and do that. But if you don't have a credit card, then it's pretty much a useless thought. I hope you get my meaning from that bizarre little example. But thoughts are just thoughts. They're not real. 
And when you get to begin to see your thoughts more objectively, and from that perspective, we get our lives back. I find it to be one of the most liberating experiences of my life to realize that thoughts are just thoughts. I kind of thought, just because I was thinking it, it must really mean something. Nope. The monkey mind thoughts do not represent us. They are not necessarily the truth. They can be judgmental. They can be biased. They can be very childish. And again, our job is to begin to step back as the observer and begin to just let those thoughts come and go. If there's something useful, use it. If there's not, move your attention to where you want it to be, where it needs to be. One of the things about our lovely evolving brain is that we are very future-based and it's constantly predicting the future, making sure we're safe. And that's a good thing for our subconscious mind to do. To begin to notice those predictions and begin to entertain them is absolutely exhausting and also a little terrifying not worth paying attention to unless there is something useful there. Core beliefs often feed the monkey. So that's where the monkey gets its content from and that's what it's displaying to you in all its glory, especially when it's agitated. So it would be a good idea then to go to the core, to the root, and begin to address any core beliefs which might need an upgrade. Usually they come from your childhood, from various experiences, and it's like a time warp. You're kind of stuck there repeating these programs from the past over and over until someone upgrades them. This is a sort of exercise that is good to do with a therapist or coach, but you can have a go yourself because it can be really, really effective. And it's a simple cognitive process that's called ABC. So if you do have a pen and paper handy, then it would be good to write these down. I will pop this up on my website under the blog section for you to be able to print it off and use it whenever you need to. So it's very simple. A stands for activating event. So just write down any situation which triggers your monkey into a strong emotional response. What I would also do is rate it from 1 to 10, 10 being the strongest. So we have a reference point to see what changes by the time you reach the end of the exercise. What I would also begin to do, again, is short circuit any anxiety, is to begin to breathe into any negative emotions you're experiencing. Breathe down to the diaphragm. Allow yourself to feel how you feel. What you're feeling is normal. So let's not judge it, let's not fight it, just breathe into it, it's only temporary. So B is beliefs. Now this bit can take a little bit of time, dependent on what's going on, but I'd like you to write down all of your automatic thoughts, beliefs and any attitudes that the monkey mind throws into your mind when it is triggered. Write down as many of the automatic thoughts that pop up when you think about this situation or when you're in this situation. So anything you're saying to yourself, so anything you hear yourself or imagine other people saying to you. So if you have, for example, health anxiety or a fear of flying, we can write down the automatic thoughts associated are going to crash, I've got cancer, 
And when you whistle it down, it comes down to possibly a core belief that you're going to die. So that could be the core belief emanating all these different types of thoughts, no matter what the content is. Now, an enlightening part to helping tame the monkey mind is to become aware of the consequences of paying too much attention to the monkey mind thoughts. So I'd like you to write down all the consequences that you experience from indulging and focusing on the monkey mind thoughts. I'm going to give you some categories which are good to focus on for consequences. So list the physical symptoms you get when you focus on these thoughts, when you're triggered. List your feelings and emotions that you experience. Any negative behaviours and coping mechanisms like avoidance, um, being rude to someone, intolerant. Running to your room and slamming the bedroom door. What impact is this having on your life? You know, so is it affecting relationships? Is it affecting your career? Is it affecting your physical health? And lastly, who else is impacted by your focus on your monkey mind thoughts? And it's really good to be honest with this. What are the consequences from indulging in the monkey mind? Because remember, you're not a slave to it you can, with a breath, begin to short-circuit that program so you can become the observer and step back. We're going to add a D to this ABC process. And D stands for dispute the belief. And this is where calling out your monkey mind bullshit is really, really important. If you value honesty, then you have to call out your monkey mind bullshit. Tap into that brilliant brain of yours, your cortex is, to explore new perspectives and beliefs associated with what the monkey mind is showing you. Remember that the monkey mind thoughts are limited, closed-minded. They're not real. They do not represent you. So therefore, paying too much attention has its consequences. Be the observer. Be more objective. Now, if you're struggling to be aware of what type of thoughts are really helpful or not, then make sure you pay attention to this little list because this will help you work out if your thoughts are bullshit or unhelpful. So, are you assuming? Are you absolutely certain that what you're thinking is how it's going to play out? So if you're thinking, I know they will really react the way that I am predicting and it will definitely happen the way I'm thinking, then by focusing on certainty, you're not allowing for room to be wrong, for there to be other possibilities. If you're mind reading as well as predicting, then that is bullshit. You cannot predict the future, no matter how much you think you know someone, no matter how many times you feel you've got it right in the past. Any type of prediction is a fantasy. Polarized thinking, either or, Black and white thinking, yeah, it's not useful. Catastrophic negative outcomes. Well, we can be quite dramatic as people. So you know when you're thinking something very dire is going to happen. And if you find yourself generalizing, yeah, everyone, everything, it always happens to me this way. And any self-deprecating talk 
Call it out as monkey bullshit. So utilising the power of your lovely mind a little bit further, we're going to stimulate the power of curiosity, which is my favourite state of mind. Not only can curiosity kill the cat, but it can kill your monkey mind too. So ask yourself some questions. Is there actually any evidence to support your beliefs and thoughts from the monkey mind are true? Is there any actual evidence which contradicts your beliefs and thoughts as true? What would be a more realistic, more honest appraisal of the thoughts and beliefs coming from the monkey mind in a situation? Open the power of your mind up to begin to become the observer and to look at it more objectively. Is there anything that you can begin to think of that's more helpful and more honest? And lastly, evolve. Evolve your old unhelpful beliefs and dialogue from the monkey mind into something more encouraging, more honest, empowering, stronger, and allow that to train your monkey mind into being more useful. What will you choose consciously to start saying to yourself? So I'll give you an example that is very common, and that is, I'm just not good enough, I'm going to fail. So you could change the belief in being okay with failure and remind yourself that actually you are good enough. You've always been good enough and always will be good enough. You can't be any more or any less than you are right now. The idea that you're not good enough was given to you by other people who tried to trick you into believing something that they felt themselves. Create a mini pep talk or mantra to remind you to wake up and stop focusing on unhelpful thought processes thrown up by the monkey mind. An example of a pep talk I might use for myself is, Paul, wake up. Oi, come on. Let's not focus on this monkey mind bullshit. It's a bit boring. It's a waste of time. What's more important for me to focus on right now instead? And lastly, what advice would you give to someone going through something similar? If you knew one of your friends or a member of your family was struggling with their monkey mind thoughts, being triggered by a similar situation, how would you help them? And again, just by asking yourself that question, you can tap into those wonderful resources deep within and just see what begins to come to the surface. And you can add to this, what opportunities could I get from this actual situation? How can I grow? How can I flourish? How can I thrive from this challenge that's been presented to me from this trigger? I think that's a really powerful question. And when you ask yourself that, your mind can begin to seek out the opportunities from what can feel like very dark times. And this is how we create a mindset change. Just by creating these questions, by creating an awareness of what you're thinking, what the monkey mind is showing with you, you create new brain patterns of behavior. You are only a brain pattern or two away from change. How exciting is that? So I hope you found this podcast useful to give you some ideas of how to address your monkey mind, how to step back, how to observe, how to begin to change the content from the source of the monkey mind so that you can have a quieter, more focused, more confident mind. So as a quick recap, meditate, 
do mindfulness, look after your mental health. So look after your physical health, eat well, hydrate, exercise, and get used to becoming aware of your thoughts. It becomes so much easier with practice. And yes, exercise, in my view, is essential for brain health. Increase your brain health, reduce inflammation, and it becomes much easier to deal with the monkey mind. The podcast cover and a few bits of marketing material will still contain the name The Life Doctor, but that will be changing soon. Please send me your feedback on this podcast. Please subscribe. Please share to anyone you think would benefit. And I look forward to connecting with you in the next Mindset Changing podcast. (laughs) 